can do better. He dropped his bags just inside the front door and called out, I'm home, princess. There was no response. The hair on his arms and on the back of his neck tingled in instant fear. He lectured himself. She may be sleeping or in the bathroom or listening to music with the headphones on. These frequent panics were irrational. He must overcome them. By the time he started the lecture, the panic was already ebbing. But he hadn't been able to lecture himself out of feeling them in the first place. She'd always been his darling. From the moment he first looked into her bold dark eyes, he'd been enslaved in that very instant. She could twist his heart with a look, a word, even an imagined look or word. Pluck the stars from the skies for her he would, if he could. Anything for her. And yet... And yet... Princess, I'm home, love. He called again, louder this time. He felt the prickles of terror ripple down his back and tensed his muscles to dismiss them. He knocked on the bedroom door, but impatiently pushed it open too and felt the cold sweat break out on his forehead as he saw her curled up in the big leather poof reading a book. The relief washed over him in waves. She was safe. She was safe. <sighs> He'd not been able to save her mother from the terrible scourge which had swooped down and swept her away, leaving them both suddenly untethered and unhinged. Now Princess was all he had left and doubly precious, ten times as precious. He stood in the doorway, getting a grip on himself, and was therefore in the perfect vantage position to receive the scathing glance from her hot, accusing eyes. She looked briefly and lowered her eyes deliberately back to her book. No hello, no welcome hug, no smile. What had he done or not done? Guilt squeezed his heart in its rough, crude hands. How could he hope to ever be adequate for this little sparkle of angel dust? He collapsed beside her on the floor, silent. She would speak when she was ready, he would wait. It took only a few minutes. Her eyes still firmly on the book, she suddenly burst out. I'm not talking to you. Why, princess? I can't think of what I've done to upset you. He wheedled, but she was unmoved. Her eyes were still firmly on her book, though he'd noticed the pages weren't being turned anymore. You must tell me, my darling, because I don't know, and so I can't be a better daddy, he offered, hoping to prick her conscience. And instantly, the book was tossed aside and she flung her fierce arms around his neck. Nuzzling her soft cheek against his bristly one, she said kindly, You're a good daddy. One of the best, I think. Certainly my favorite daddy. Then she pulled back, kneeling upright in front of him, her hands on his shoulders, eyes like deep black pools and brows all contorted, and looked him straight in the eye. But you're not a good mummy, and that's a problem for me. 
his chest felt the rough, calloused grip of crushing guilt again. With seeking eyes and reaching hands, he asked, Tell me, what did I do wrong? She sat down on her heels and asked accusingly, Do you know that I always know everything in class? I study hard, I pay attention, I like my studies. Do you know that? Yes, he nodded. You're my clever princess and daddy is very proud of you. She took that quite simply as her due and continued, But there are some things that are not studies and I still have to know them. So you have to tell me, otherwise I can't know. He nodded, though he had no idea where this was going. You made me promise I'd tell you everything, even the things I only told mummy before. So you should tell me everything and not keep secrets too. That's only fair, isn't it, daddy? But I haven't kept any secrets from you, my princess, he assured her. Honestly? You have. And because you didn't tell me, I didn't know. And I felt like a fool in class today. And I don't like to feel like a fool because I'm not a fool. And it's all your fault. He had absolutely no notion what this was about. Today, the class teacher called all the girls in the class and explained about periods and having babies, which is all quite yucky. But many of the others already knew and I didn't know at all. And I've told you all my secrets and it's not fair that you didn't tell me yours. She said mothers usually explain all this to girls, so she was explaining it to us. And she didn't say, but I think it was specially for me. Because now you're my mummy and my daddy and you don't do the mummy part so well. And so I have to look like a silly fool who doesn't know anything and that's not fair. He lunged forward and grabbed her tight in his arms as she squealed, Daddy, Daddy, I've not forgiven you yet. But he just hugged her wordlessly. My gosh, she wasn't even 11 yet. Was it already time to have that talk? Peace was restored. They went over the subject together with Princess prompting him when he fumbled and stumbled. It was just like a chapter in a textbook for her still. No personal connection yet, thank heaven. She didn't have too many questions. The teacher had done her work well. He must remember to thank her. They agreed that they would pick up her provisions on the weekend so she'd not be caught napping and look like a fool again. Ugh. The daddy business was tough enough. But adding the mummy business made it a real challenge. He committed himself to pulling his act together and improving his performance because his only examiner had just handed him a failing grade and he had to ensure he did better than that. <laughs>